Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. Deuteronomy chapter 29. If you could stay on those keys for me. presence of the Lord is here, you know. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Some of you thought I was going to mess that up. Yeah, I have a ribbon. Somebody like, what are those ribbons for? Are they for worship? Yes. Built-in banner ministry. Uh, go to ver- chapter thirty, Deuteronomy thirty. For this commandment which I command you today is not too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. It's not in heaven that you should say, who should ascend to heaven for us and bring it down to us? We may hear it and do it, nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we should hear it and do it. Verse 14, quoted by the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans, chapter 10. But the word is very near you, in your mouth, and in your heart, that you may do it. It's almost like the Holy Spirit moving Moses along as he wrote Deuteronomy. It's just sort of destroying of these other religions that you would have to clamor and suffer and Somebody said to me, is it harder the closer you get to God or to get closer to God? Is it harder? You have to like work harder. I don't, no, 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 no. The way has already been made. Romans 10, Paul says, that the, well, well, go ahead, go there. Romans 10. Paul talking about salvation is open for all, or open to all. Let me just go verse 1. Brethren, my heart is brethren, sistren. It's, he's, he's talking to believers, all right? My heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. 
for I bear them witness that they would have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. To how many? To everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does those things shall live by them, verse 6. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Don't say in your heart who will ascend to the heaven. That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss. That is to bring Christ out from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. In your mouth. And in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So, when you are born again, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God gives you his righteousness. Let me say that again because I don't think you caught it. When you're born again, when you receive Jesus Christ, when you believe that he died on a cross and rose again from the grave and you confess, you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus died in your place, his substitutionary death. What's then released to you is his righteousness. So his righteousness doesn't grow. His righteousness isn't going to grow more for you. The righteousness that God gives you is his righteousness. It is the very definition of what righteousness is. So when you receive Jesus, now your life, that's, a, that's the imparted righteousness, imputed righteousness is given because of the blood. Hey, that was a great word. What I'm saying is a great word, but that, that was a great word. The Lord says, son, you know that touch I gave you when you were in the island? The call I did, gave you, it's real. It doesn't change. And just because the money didn't come in or it didn't come together doesn't mean it wasn't real. It was real. When he put his hand on you in that service and he prophesied over you and the preacher preached, it was a call of God. And you know it. Embrace it. Righteousness. Righteousness. 
See, because if it wasn't his righteousness, then you couldn't come before him. It's not the righteous, it's not, it's not the righteousness that grows. That's, that's what's growing in you as you realize who you are. When you realize who you are, when you realize that you're a new creation, when you realize that it's not the old you, or you're not being um, valued by your pedigree, whatever you think that is, or your education or the lack thereof. You're not, you're not being looked at or valued because of the money you have or don't have, or the education you have or the, the lack of education. You're, your value, your righteousness released to you based on the blood of Jesus, which is perfect and complete. So if it wasn't, then you couldn't come before him until you had grown to a level of which no man can do. I hadn't intended on going that direction, but we're tacking, finding the wind, the hoil, and the wind to fill the sail. I think the thing that, that as we've been reading through the Old Testament, the thing that's been so astounding to me in Old Testament and then relating it to New Testament truth and reality as the Old Testament's a type and shadow of that which is to come, which Romans 10 talks about this text that is talking about Christ. Jesus did all of that for you. He did it all for you. And when I'm reading the Old Testament and reading the New, I'm just seeing the blessing of God. He, he says, I want to multiply you. I want to bless you. I mean, everything in the kingdom is blessing multiplication. Now, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean, you know, your, your bank account's necessarily full. It means you have what you need when you need it. That's what the blessing of God is. The blessing of God is having what you need when you need it. How many of you know? You can do, you, 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 if something dies, you need to raise it up. You can throw as many hundreds as that as you want to. It's not getting off the ground. How many of you know it doesn't, that's not going to solve your problem? In the same way, there are times where you need dollars. Strength, supernatural strength, the working of miracles. We need to hear from Him, need to be led by Him. The blessing of God comes to those who love God and live for Him and surrender to this incredible salvation sozo is the word. It's, it's more than just, you know, on your way to heaven. It's heaven on earth. Ephesians talks about a duality to, to who we are. That we're, we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. How many of you know that text? So he said, I'm not seated. I'm, I'm seated at Kings here in Alaska. Yeah, yeah, I know. But your booty is also spiritually up in heaven. You're also seated, I guess that would be like spiritual. You're here in this earth suit. Christ is in you if you're born again. But you're also with him. Is it first John, as he is, so we are in this world. Okay, can you find that, doctor? Thank you. First John 4, 7. Who said that? 4, 17. Huh. 
KSM student. Imagine that. Well. First John 4, 17, go there. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so we are in this world. Oh, verse 18, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. So let's, let's talk about this for a minute. How is he? How, how's the Lord tonight? Do you think he's overcoming depression and on a Prozac milkshake? Are you making fun of me? I'm depressed. And I'm, I'm not making fun of you, okay? I'm just saying, how is the Lord? How is he? You know what I found? If you have a distorted view of how he is, then you'll live far beneath where God wants you to live. If you have a distorted view of how, of how he is and who he is and what he wants and his word, you have a distorted view, then you will live a distorted life. Romans 1 talks about that. You know, they, they get distorted. You get a distorted view of who God is, you're going to end up all distorted. How is he? How, how, what's going on with the King of Kings tonight? Do you think he's depressed? No. Minister Micah, is he lying on a hospital bed in heaven very concerned about COVID-19? No. No. Is he on an intravenous drip? He's, he's in glory. He's, he's glorified as he is. So do you think that it's God's will for you to live in a place of ongoing loss? I'm not saying we didn't go, don't, don't go through loss. We, we do. We live in a fallen world, but we're not of it. We're passing through. We're like pilgrims. Pilgrim. <laughs> Passing through. As he is, so we are. Your life, my life, our life is supposed to be filled with the glory of God. When you, when you behold him, you become like him. I guess the point of where we're going here is God wants to bless you. Come on, raise your right hand to heaven and say, God wants to bless me. You know, it's so far beyond money and beyond favor. It's the blessing of fellowship with him. Out of that, there's power and revelation and comfort and strength and everything you have needed right when you need it. Holy Spirit, thank you for making us righteous so we don't have to earn it. We can't earn it. But we can boldly come, boldly come before you. Lift our hands in the sanctuary. Not only in Wasilla, Alaska, or wherever you are online, but when we lift our hands, we're before your throne. We're in the heavenly sanctuary. In the heavenly sanctuary. The sanctuary made without without hands, the, the one that the tabernacle was a replica of, the tabernacle in the wilderness, the temple, a type and a shadow, the blood of bulls and goats, 
could never purchase, could never purchase what was purchased for you and me. Redemption, true redemption, true salvation by his blood, by his stripes. We're healed, we're whole. And so we boldly can come before the throne. interesting thing happened on my way to staff meeting. I, I parked my, my rig in a usual parking spot. Uh, but it was more in the handicap area. And um, there's lots of other handicapped stalls. It wasn't during a service time. And so, you know, there's other handicapped stalls. And, one of my staff opened the door for me. Hey, Pastor. He's heading on into staff. He's right on time. And as I walked past him, I said, You know, it used to bother me that I, and I couldn't even hardly finish the sentence. I said, It used to bother me when I would park in, in that handicapped parking. And I thought, Whoa, 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 And I stopped and I said, As a matter of fact, I'm going to get back to that conviction. Excuse me. I turned back around, got in my truck. And so for those of you that are my staff that were counting the couple of minutes that I was late, Minister Mikan, <laughs> got back in my truck, pulled the thing out. Listen, there's, you know, 10 other parking stalls that are handicapped. There is nobody here. Jo Josh is who it was. Josh says to me, Pastor, you can park there. You're the pastor. I said, yeah. I know. And I moved it, and the Lord just spoke to me so clearly. He said, every little thing counts. Every little thing counts. Oh, I could have dismissed it. I could take the, I could take the handicapped parking sign off of that particular stall, and I just might. <laughs> and put it somewhere else. But for now, it's still there haven't made that decision yet, but I might just make it. I could have I could have just parked there. Do you think I'd got in trouble? No, but to Josh have been like, well, he's, he can do what he wants. He's pastor. Okay. Well, you, know, you know something? You can't just do whatever you want. Not if you want revival. Not if you want an outpouring. Not if you want the blessing of God. You can't just do whatever you want. I'll tell you, I've done too many autopsies. I've seen too many slide. I've seen too many people blow it. I've seen pastors and leaders in positions of influence and affluence. I've seen the power of God coming down on people and a breakout and miracles and books and, and release of the supernatural. And I've seen people, and you have too. You've read it in news articles. You've seen it in newspapers. You've, it's been emblazoned across America. So-and-so runs off with the organist. I was talking in ETS today, a daily program I do at 12.30 on, on Facebook. You know, Lucifer didn't say, you know what? I'm going to run off with the organist. He said, well, that's because he was the organist. That's true. But <laughs> some of you don't understand that. It comes from Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah and Ezekiel. Timbrels and pipes that really believe 
They really believe that, that Lucifer, before he became Satan, was a worship leader, that the worship of heaven used to be channeled through him. That's why it's very important. It's one of the reasons I just love you, Minister Micah, as you're texting somebody right now or whatever you're doing. It's one of the reasons. What you don't realize is that there's songs and things that are happening. He might be getting the latest download and looking up something from the Lord. So I don't, I don't mean to embarrass you, but it was kind of cute when you were texting. I think, okay. He's probably texting his wife, oh my God, I love you so much. You should see these guys. I just love you. Wow. Chanel. Can you just let him minister? Come on. Lift your hands to heaven all across this place. Come on, lift your hands to heaven. stall of the handicapped, if I can use that as an illustrated sermon. The blessing of God in Deuteronomy is contingent upon them obeying. And some of you think, well, now that just the blood of Jesus has been shed, I can just do whatever I want to. No, you can't. You can't do whatever you want to. You have to obey. You have to be led by the Lord. And Josh must have thought I was crazy. I said, no, God, I'm convicted right now. I turned right around, walked back out got back in my truck, moved the thing over, and gave him a little mentoring moment. Because I could park there, because I'm the pastor, I understand that. I wasn't like I was cutting off of all kinds of other people from handicapped parking, there was hardly anybody here. One of the very few times, there's hardly anybody here, but that will change. The church that never closes, hallelujah. Maybe we should just have temporary handicapped parking because once you come, you won't need it anymore. I said, once you come, you won't need it anymore. And even, even though, the, even though the, the borough would require us to have a certain percentage, they'd just be like, well, those are always empty because there's no, people have been healed. <laughs> anyway, I told, I told Josh, I said, uh, to him and knows the good he ought to do, he doesn't do it. To him it is sin. So that means, that means for you, for me, for anybody, if you're convicted about something, even though it's fine according to the word, or it's fine according to your neighbor, or it's fine according to your staff person, Josh, who says you're the pastor, but the, Lord's, the Lord speaks to you and says, I don't want you doing that. Then for you, you have sinned override that. 
And your rationale, your rationale can grab when he tells you to give and you don't. When he tells you to witness and you don't. Is it, is it sin? Yeah. I mean, you can repent. I understand. You understand? All right. Let's, uh, 818. Let's go ahead and receive the offering tonight. Ushers, would you come, please? Appreciate our ushers. Amen. If you need an envelope, go ahead and lift your hand. They'll bring that to you. There's four different ways to give. The website, the app, text, or, again, the envelope. We have a, we have a special... unusual night. was so cool. Can I just tell you what happened? You might not have caught it, but but I did because I'm I'm what is somebody said I'm sound handicapped. No, I'm sound sensitive. So you might be handicapped, I'm not handicapped. But I'm I I sound. It's just so beautiful in here right now presence of the Lord, the peace of God. I can see. <laughs> I can see like a mist that's just over the whole place. So I'm saying in my heart, Lord, I wanted to hear that new song because they have a new song and I want to hear it. So I looked and he shook me off and I could override that, just like I can park in the handicap parking if I want to. But we're flowing together. I love that about you too, my precious Toby. Love you. You're so human. Chanel, where are you going? Uh, and then I heard chords or a few notes. He just hit just a few, and I know he did it for me. And I thought, ooh, I like that. And he knew I would like it, because we've been, we're flowing together for 10 to 12 to how many years? I don't know now. Then my next thought is, gosh, I sure would love my daughter to sing that right now. And then I thought, oh, her voice isn't warmed up. Oh, Maybe, maybe it won't work. And so I look 
back and he says, oh yes. <laughs> he literally knew what I was feeling, sensing in my heart. Your vocal cords are important to take care of, and um, would it be okay? Could you sing it? It'd really be a blessing, because it was just Father's Day, and you know. <laughs> we haven't EQ'd your mic or anything, but yeah, it's okay. Hannah, tell us about it. All right, come on, Hannah. We can do a duet if you want to. Let's do that. <laughs> Can I sing with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my daughter, Hannah. So if you see me kissing on her and stuff, it's not another woman, it's my daughter, all right? So I'm just saying, ushers, would you come? You guys want to do whatever musicians and singers do for a second? Ushers, would you come? <laughs> Welcome to Kings. <laughs> I don't know, sometimes I'll be preaching with my hair on fire, at least in the spirit I have here, and running over the backs of pews, and other times, you know, you're just trying to find the, trying to find the wind. Amen. There's a sweet spirit of the Lord here. And we're just letting him touch. You know, more can happen. You can walk out of services like this and just be like, something happened in there. Jesus, happen. Let's pray. This song was written. Oh, great. Hey, Chanel. <laughs> Worship team. So. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. This song. To me, I'll always remember COVID-19 and that striking fear that just hit the nation. It's dissipated for many and for others, it's increased. They say it's coming for another wave. No, it isn't. I say that the finger of God has come down upon that virus and mutated that thing by the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost and are causing it to dissipate and disappear. And I'm sure a lot of other things will fade away after the elections. We have great problems in America, but it's the blessing of God we need, and you're not going to get that just, you know, from, from the White House. You're going to get it from His house. You're going to get it from the heaven. He's going to get it from heaven. America needs to get back to God. That will solve all of our problems. Revival solves every human problem and need. So this song is written by a group of musicians. Who is it written by? By Carrie Job and Elevation Worship. And it is just really one of my favorites. It's not only one of my favorites. It, it, might, be, it might be my absolute favorite right now. And the reason it is is because I've closed our services with the, it's the high priestly blessing. It's the ironic blessing. And it was just a beautiful thing as it came out, releasing the blessing of God all over so many lives and over our nation and over you tonight. And so we're going to sing that here, and you feel free to enter into worship. Let's pray. 
Father, we thank and praise you for uh, the principles in your word that we find that through them, as we obey them, even submitting to you and receiving you as our Lord and Savior, you bring peace, you bring righteousness. And Lord, we want to be sensitive to your leading, to your guiding, to your directing, even now as we give as an act of worship, Lord, in all that we do, because without your blessing, we're finished. Without your blessing, we have nothing. We're not smart enough, handsome enough, tall enough, short enough, fat enough. We're, we're nothing enough. We don't have it. Oh, but by you, we can do all things. I thank you that we're the redeemed of the Lord and we give back to you into the project, perhaps a building project or returning the tithe tonight and pray a release of the multiplication of God over us and over our homes and over our families and over this region and over the church. I thank you that our building will be done. I thank you, Lord, that you're building a spiritual house that will go from generation to generation. I thank you for the, the heritage that, that's being imparted into the land healing in the land is taking place. Restoration from generation to generation. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. Now bless your people. Bless us, God. Open up the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing not have room enough to receive it. Bonuses, raises, promotions, and inheritance. Supernatural favor, witty inventions, and ideas. The blessing of God. Come on, say that. The blessing of God upon me and, and my house. That it be evident to all who know us. The blessing of God upon this company of believers. Blood washed. Redeemed. The blessing of God would be upon us. That you blessed Abraham and all things. Bless us in all things that we might be a blessing. Again, heavens are open. Devourers review. Ushers go right ahead. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you. Be upon you and a thousand. 
prophesy over your family, over your children. May His favor be upon you. Declare it tonight. Proclaim it. Decree it.
or you just want to be assured of your salvation all across this place. You say, Pastor, that's me, man. I'm going to get right with God first time. I'm going to recommit my life. I just want to be sure. All across this place, those online, and we have those that are ministers that are hosting online. If you're going to get right with God, you can go ahead and contact him. You can message us. You can put something in the comments if you want to. If you're here and that's you, you fit in any of those three categories. Giving your heart to Jesus for the first time. Number two, recommitting because you drifted. He didn't move. God doesn't change. So if you drifted and you want to come home, number two, number three, you just want to be sure. On the count of three, I want you to slip your hand up. One, two, three. Put your hand up high. God bless you. Thank you for your honesty. God bless you all the way in the back. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We're going to sing one more time through. Sing it through again. If you raised your hand or you didn't, you know you need to be included in this prayer. Get out from where you are. Meet me right here. Come as close to my hand as you possibly can. We're going to all pray together and then flow in the Holy Ghost. Come on, won't you sing? Hannah, Minister Micah. Come on, come. Come on, come right now. Come right now. Oh, you want to put your hands together for these. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Coming back to Jesus. Come on. Come on, don't stop. You can do a little bit better than that. Come on, put your hands together for these. If you need to be up here, come. Come on, proclaim it. crucified for your sin and rose again from the grave in accordance with scripture and it's a declaration that you're sorry you're asking for forgiveness and he's forgiving you based on justice his justice he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness why is he just because you deserve death so do i so does every sinner justice was served in jesus the propitiation for our sin he was the payment redeemed us like you would redeem an aluminum can or something. You're far more precious than an aluminum can. Your worth is certainly not the redemptive value of an aluminum can. Your worth is the redemptive value of God himself sending his only son. Fully God, fully man to be crucified. To, in, to give you then the righteousness of God. 
that, that's why you can be made right. That, 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 that's why when you pray this simple prayer, the moment you die, you come straight before him. Pray this with me. Repeat after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place, to rise again from the grave for me. Forgive me of all of my sin and come into my life. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Wash me. Cleanse me. And make me new. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. Let me pray for you. Holy Spirit, I pray now, let your fire and your power come upon me. Lord, release the working of miracles and baptize them with power right now. We've got some leaders that are around you are going to just minister to you. Can we, can we sing that one more time? And uh, leaders, would you just come please and minister to these? Holy Spirit, come. Holy Ghost. We upon you and a thousand generations. Your family, your children, their children, and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations. Your family, your children. Children and the children, may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations. And your family, and your children, and the children, and the children, may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you.
you know, living here or in Seattle or different places where it's just, is it overcast again? It's like seven days of being overcast. God, where is the sun? The Lord says, with a blast of my nostrils, I clear the heavens and the heavens are being cleared for you. There's been an assignment of the enemy to utilize grief to pierce your heart and to get you in a place of hopelessness. But the Lord says, I'm clearing that tonight and I'm releasing my fire. I'm releasing my power. Rays of sunshine are coming through onto the soil of your heart and I see fresh life. I see I see springing forth. Do you not perceive it? You've prayed and you've asked and you've been so diligent and dutiful to keep your heart before the Lord with all diligence. But there has been an assignment of darkness attached to a normal grief that, a, that you would walk through. But that grief has been extended far beyond the place that it's supposed to be. Be healed tonight in the name of Jesus. Would you put your hand on your heart? In the name of Jesus. And I'm reminded again of that heart surgeon and that pastor who wrote about it. I think I believe it's Dutch Sheets or Tim Sheets. And this woman was on the operating table and the open heart surgery and they put her all back together and then there comes that moment when they, they paddle and try to get that heart to beat again. And, and many times it works, but there are times when it doesn't work. And then the doctor said, sometimes this happens. And he leaned next to that precious lady and he, he said her name. Would you tell me your name? Would that be okay? What's your name? Tammy. And he said the name of that lady and I'm gonna, I'm gonna prophetically say this to you. Like the doctor said on that lady that had a heart that needed to beat again. He said, Tammy, I need you to tell your heart to beat again. And your heart now comes back to life garment of grief is gone and the power of God comes on you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet healing
got a powerful word to preach to you that is uh, still in note form. Maybe we'll get to use that another time. But I believe God has done amazing things tonight. So grateful. Hallelujah. Minister David, would you come and close us tonight? So appreciate all you do, the media department and our youth, and uh, just thrilled about you seeking God, loving God. It's amazing. Would you close this? Come on, lift your hands to heaven all across this place. Lord God, we thank you for everybody here tonight, Lord God, that you allowed an outpouring of who you are that is not scripted, but is a genuine outpouring of what you want to do here in the state of Alaska, that out of what you've done here tonight, that we will see transformation of family, transformation of community, transformation of our state, transformation of our nation, because you've called us and you've appointed us and you set us apart, Lord God. So I thank you for every person here tonight, Lord God, that your face would shine upon them tonight, that your countenance would shift towards them, Lord God, that you would give them peace in the mighty name of who you are, Lord God. In Jesus' Jesus mighty name, amen. amen. Hey, God bless you. We're going to hang out, worship a little bit. Feel free to go get your children. And we'll see you on the weekend. Sunday, don't miss it. Invite people. Glory to God. The Lord's on the throne. We love you. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.